0: Chlorogenic acid, also known as CGA, is a polyphenol plant compound that is uh, naturally found in, for example, coffee, and it is uh, used by some people to improve mood, focus, and memory. But is it effective for any of these purposes? Well, let's find out by looking at the science of the benefits and risks of chlorogenic acid uh, in order to also get to know whether it's safe or not. Okay, so to start with, the benefits of chlorogenic acid based on the one placebo-controlled study on the effects of chlorogenic acid in healthy humans that we have analyzed the results of and summarized here are, so the benefits are, sociality, focus, and memory. But these effect sizes, so the size of the effect that chlorogenic acid is likely to have for you is very, very small. This is all based on a relatively large amount of evidence, so this study was quite large and had quite a a lot of measurement instances. So there were many different measures, and several uh, appear to have, uh, overall at least on average, shown this minute positive effect from chlorogenic acid on sociality, focus, and memory. And uh, these effects are very small, but... If they can be possibly gotten through uh, something that's present in coffee that's uh, likely very safe, then it's uh, still something that may be worth it to try and get more of into your regimen so that you can gain some cognitive enhancement effects perhaps over the long term. So is it safe? Well, in the study that we did look at, no negative side effects were seen in this study. So that doesn't say a whole lot, except for that even large doses, because in this study 530 milligram doses were used, even large doses are safe uh, if used once. And then, of course, there's all this evidence that coffee consumption is linked to a reduced risk. Uh, So coffee consumption over a lifetime is linked to reduced risk for various different diseases, such as uh, specifically uh, diabetes type 2, I think, and also uh, several neurological uh, diseases it has been found neuroprotective in, such as Parkinson's disease coffee, that is. Um, If you are going to use chlorogenic acid in supplemental form, we suggest that you talk with your trusted medical professional before you experiment with it, especially if you are using any other supplements or drugs, because they can possibly interact with chlorogenic acid to increase or decrease the positive or negative effects that you experience from chlorogenic acid. Fluorogenic acid is legal to bypass and use essentially all over the world, especially considering that it's part of coffee. Like you'll get significant amounts if you just drink a cup of coffee. So it's very unlikely that coffee is illegal uh, in any country. Uh, we haven't checked that, but it's it's definitely legal in the vast majority of countries. And in the World Anti-Doping Agency, banned substances list, chlorogenic acid is not present either. So it's not banned in competition or any sport. Okay, moving on to some frequently asked questions about chlorogenic acid. First one is, what's the difference between chlorogenic acid and chlorogenic acids? So, chlorogenic acids, in plural form, is a term that refers to a group of related chemicals, whereas chlorogenic acid refers to a single chemical. What confuses things further is that chlorogenic acid is in the family of chemicals known as chlorogenic acids. And the topic of this review is the specific molecule named chlorogenic acid, not the family of related molecules. The next question is, how can I consume more chlorogenic acid? Well, CGA is present in many food sources, and the most practical ways of using it are in coffee. And then it is very easy, of course, if you use caffeinated coffee to also combine it with caffeine and we actually had Andrew Scully on, on the Neutralized podcast and he uh, eloquently described why this combination of caffeine with vasodilators, such as chlorogenic acid, so chlorogenic acid ex- expands your blood vessels, uh, whereas caffeine constricts your blood vessels so it's a vasoconstrictor Uh, and caffeine therefore on its own may have just by that mechanism of constricting uh, blood vessels uh, a negative impact on cognitive performance through a reduction in cerebral blood flow potentially so Andrew Scully, who was on the Neutralized podcast, and described very well how, in history, people have tended to consume caffeine in combination with different vasodilators, such as chlorogenic acid. And this is something that has evolved, and we don't really know uh, exactly how it has evolved to be the case that caffeine when found naturally in various forms such as in tea or coffee is often combined with various vasodilators such as chlorogenic acid but it does appear that when consumed in in coffee or tea for example it does indeed come with vasodilators such as chlorogenic acid that do reverse this vasoconstriction and reduction in cerebral blood flow, which overall leads to a better neurochemical state optimized for better cognitive performance. Uh, So using coffee uh, to combine CGA with caffeine is uh, a tried and tested nootropic stack that is likely to have a good cognitive effects. And uh, in coffee beans, CGA, so chlorogenic acid, is present in uh, around 10% by weight of these coffee beans. Then. Uh, it does vary uh, depending on which sample you take of coffee beans, but around 10% of coffee beans by weight is chlorogenic acid. Another source of chlorogenic acid is green coffee bean extracts. And around 30% of the average green coffee bean extract supplement by weight is CGA. Another source is mulberries. And we haven't been able to find any source defining the amount of chlorogenic acid in The average serving, or 100 grams, of mulberries. Next question. Is chlorogenic acid neuroprotective? Well, chlorogenic acid was found to improve the survival of dopaminergic neurons in one study. CGA has been found in several other studies to exert neuroprotective effects. It is important to note that none of these studies were conducted in humans, so it is not certain that these effects occur in the human nervous system. So only animal studies and cell culture studies have found neuroprotective effects, so protection of neurons and increased survival and reduced death of neurons from the consumption of CGA. The neuroprotective effects of CGA likely depend on what the factor that is damaging neurons in the brain is. For example, lack of oxygen or dangerously high glutamate levels in the brain can lead to increased neuronal death. CGA is likely to protect neurons from some forms of uh, neurochemical toxicity. But while CGA may be protective in many instances, it is likely not going to protect you from everything that you might exposed to your brain too. The next question is, how does chlorogenic acid work to improve mood and cognitive performance? Well, it does appear that chlorogenic acid can exert antioxidant effects, and this has been found in mice. And it has also been found that chlorogenic acid Inhibits acetylcholine esterase in the hippocampus and in the frontal cortex of mice. Uh, the mechanisms of action of CGA have not yet fully been discovered by researchers, but these are some of the preliminary ones. And uh, specifically, uh, well, antioxidation as well, but specifically acetylcholine esterase inhibition uh, is something that is common for many nootropics that have proven cognitive benefits so many uh, nootropics such as Bacopa monnieri, ashwagandha and several other ones also inhibit this enzyme known as acetylcholine s-rays which uh, essentially breaks down acetylcholine in the brain and if it is inhibited that over time, leads to an increase in acetyl- acetylcholine levels in the brain, which uh, potentially improves cognitive function and does improve cognitive function in some uh, in some contexts uh, when certain okay. substances are given, such as bacopa monnieri. Okay, the next question is: Who should use chlorogenic acid? Well, there is a need for more high-quality scientific information about the safety and effectiveness of chlorogenic acid, especially when used in high doses for a long period of time. Specifically, there's a great degree of individual variance in how people respond to nootropics in general, and chlorogenic acid in particular, which means that if you use chlorogenic acid, you may not experience the same effects as those that were seen in scientific studies on it. It's currently largely unknown what factors play a role and whether a nootropic will be effective for a person. While we wait for science to explain who is likely to respond to wish nootropics, patient self-experimentation with nootropics that have been proven safe and effective in placebo-controlled studies in healthy humans is a good way to feel and perform better with the help of nootropics, because there's not really any other way to do it, is there? Like, any other way that you would try to use nootropics that isn't science-backed, that isn't based on the results that you are getting, and just trying something, seeing if it works, seeing if tinkering with the dose can improve your results. Like, scientific self-experimentation based on placebo-controlled studies as a starting point... The whole purpose of the scientific method is to find truth, so using such a scientific method is therefore likely to help you find the truth of what is going to actually be safe and effective for you. And that is it as regards this review of chlorogenic acid.